You're listening to Pigoted. Pigoted. The podcast that brings comedians and experts together. Subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now also available to watch on YouTube. For bonus episodes, early access, and a ton of other great features, check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash pigoted. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Picketed Podcast. Joining us today is comedian Rob Mulholland. Hi, Rob. Hello. And also, as our guest expert, we have Claire. Hi, Claire. Hey, everyone. Uh, Claire, what is it we are talking about today? We're going to be talking about veganism and plant-based food. Brilliant. Now, you are a veggie. I'm vegetarian, not full vegan. Why aren't you full vegan, Rob? What's wrong with you? Why do you hate animals so it's much, you I'm fucking a, prick? It's because I'm a bit of a shithouse. It is genuinely that. I'm moving towards veganism. Uh, it's just taken me a while because it was a big dietary change to go vegetarian. Do you so know what? Actually. This sounds like excuses, Claire. Quite it frankly. is. Total excuses. Oh, it totally sounds is. Sounds like yeah, excuses. Yeah. It's and big also, dietary change. Do you know what? If you cared about the planet, if you cared about the environment even one bit, you'd put your own feelings to one side, you selfish yeah. piece of shit. Which is why I don't eat meat. Yeah, but... Yeah. But that's only half the way there. Yeah, yeah. Because animals. Halfway more than you, isn't it? It's, it's a big half more than you. I am vegan. Uh huh. Between meals. <laughs> <laughs> I've been vegan for, let's see, three minutes now. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm not vegan. I am a meat eater. I'm sorry, Claire. I'm sauce. No judgments, but that might change after this podcast. My it fucking won't. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest, I've known Freddie a long time. Good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what... Yeah, I'm just not... So my my mum is vegetarian, right? And she's been vegetarian. She's uh, old. Um, uh-huh. She's in her 60s. She's been vegetarian since she was uh, 15. So she's been vegetarian for 45 years. So it's not like vegetarian oh, now no, that's, for you. That's a different thing. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. back in the day when you said that you were vegetarian and people would be like, you fucking what? What? Do you know what I mean? I, I've been out with her before where like so many times where the only vegetarian option has just been a salad. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. That's all you have. Yeah. And I mean, it's far less often now, but it still does occasionally happen. You still like, are a massive afterthought like... We've yeah. got so much choice now. Like every single oh, meal a lot that better. you can ever eat and yeah. ever love to eat, there's a, a vegetarian and plant-based yeah. version of it. But they're not always as good, are they? Well, that depends like, where you go. All right, okay. So vegan cheese is fucking horrible. Let's yeah, be fair. Yeah, yeah, let's like, be, let's, until you taste the one by... Um, Velo light. Oh, I've which had it. It's fucking dog shit. I'm sorry. I've had, I've had them all. I've tried literally every one. I really want. I want to find a vegan cheese that's good. I do. I can't believe you I, tried this one and you don't agree I, with it. I honestly, I, I have tried every one because I, I tried like because what got me onto vegetarianism was I tried all the fake meats and I found ones that are good and I managed to like replace my diet with that cheese. It's f- really bad. I'm so I hate it more. I agree. Like, Some of them are like plastic. But there is a really good one. I've tried that. I just don't there rate is, it. For me, is a, a great replacement. Yeah, it just doesn't work for me. But like, I'm trying them all, and they will get there. Science will get there, but they haven't yet. Why Why did you become the, the vegetarian? Ve- vegetarian? Well, oh, like, it was a big change for me, because I was a massive meat eater. Like, If you'd have asked me like three years ago my favourite foods, I would have given you a list of meats. Um, but like, but I, then you got a girlfriend and became a pussy. Nah, it, was, it wasn't even that, man. It was <laughs> I had a massive acid trip, right? Right. Where like, I had this 
this moment where I was like, uh, I was like thinking about like I'd been to the Sea Life Centre that day and really bonded with an octopus. And then, like, I was sat on the beach. This is Sorry. all true. No, genuinely. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Sorry, you bonded with an octopus. Really, like, right. The, the Sea Life Centre in Brighton has the saddest octopus in it. It's just like, because they're so intelligent, octopuses. Like, we can't genuinely, like... They are like, supremely intelligent. They, like, we, we have no idea how smart they are. And, like, it's just so, so depressed, this octopus. And it bummed me the fuck out. And I was sat on the beach afterwards thinking about it. And I had this sort of, like... When, it, when you're like tripping like that, you have these sort of like uh, revelatory sort of mm. moments where it, almo it almost feels like you're talking to something out with yourself, but it's your own mind, obviously. Or the supreme mind. Or the supreme oh mind. God. I, I don't Either believe way. that myself. You a lot of people wait, do. Wait, hang about. You can't just drop that in. What's the supreme, <laughs> what's the supreme mind? Well, it's, it's just high consciousness, isn't it? Something that's yeah. guiding us in every single moment, especially when you're working with a psychedelics, the field's open and mm. something's dropped in. When your heart open because you made a connection to another sentient being. Yeah. And then the universe or some higher force or your own inner guide and said, actually, this is it. Cool. So like, I, um, I was just thinking about that. And then I was like, like, my I was like, I was, I was just thinking on that. And there was like this sort of thought of like, well, why do you eat animals then? And I was like, ah, oh. I was like, don't think about that. And then the thought just came over me. It's like, cause you know the answer. But you like, understand, you, you, but you understand Shit. the connection yeah. that you made with that octopus. Mm -hmm. Like I would say that that's not a connection that you made. That's entirely within your own mind. It's mm. not a genuine connection. I don't, know, I don't, I don't, I don't when know. people say I made a connection with an animal or whatever, it's always a positive one. It's never, oh, I made a connection with this octopus and he called me a fucking prick. Well, it, wasn't, I mean, it didn't, it didn't seem like pleased yeah. with me. If you see a child crying or a child fall over and hurt herself, would you feel compassion for that child? No. This is the problem of what I'm, you're dealing with. I'm really sorry. It's, yeah. it's not my have child. Have you got any animal, any pets? Yeah, yes, I have a dog. You do? I have, I have a dog. That's, that's this weird. is the weak spot. That's this the weak spot. Okay. Right there. Let's oh do it. God. Let's do it. So, uh, well, so if your dog was suffering, you come down, he was really sick. He was at death's door and you wanted that has to help happened. Him. That has happened before. My dog has got epilepsy. Yeah. And he Why had a... Why didn't you just hit it with a brick and put it in a sandwich? Well, sorry. Uh, because there's there's bones and eating through those bones in a sandwich would be inconvenient. So Robert. blend it then. I didn't have a blender. <laughs> I didn't think my Nutribullet would be up to the job. Yeah. Uh, anywho, um, I uh, he, he has epilepsy, and when he had his first epileptic fit, he nearly died, and now I have to give him medicine twice a day. Yes, I very much love my my dog, and I have compassion. Uh, to my dog. However, me having compassion to an animal doesn't have to extend to all animals. Like it, it doesn't, but it can do, and that's what happened to. Mm. Essentially, yeah, I think, like, essentially that. Just the, the divide between, um, like, the, the, we have this sort of idea of there's a clean split between humans and animals, and that divide dissolved for me, and that's what ruined. That's what stopped me. Being what would able be to the clean split? What well, What would that constitute? There isn't one. It, it's entirely false. I think that there is a clean split. In what way? Well, how? Oh, I'm going to get shouted at. Yeah, here you are. Yeah. Are. I'm going to get <laughs> shouted at. Well, like, no, but like, explain, like why, why do you think there's, there is that divide? I think that human beings are uh, better than animals. I think better is way? the best word to in, use. In what way? So I don't feel like they. Um, I, I I don't feel 
the same level of, I'm trying to pick my words really carefully. The first word that came into my mind then was respect. And I feel like that's probably the wrong word to yeah. use. I Look, I don't think that humans and animals are the same. I don't think they are equal. I don't think that they are afforded uh, equal rights. Or They're definitely not now. Anything. No, but I don't think that they should be. I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't, but I don't because... Based on what? Based on the fact that they're animals. Right, but what, we're animals. You what, sorry? But we're animals. That have evolved to the point of being human beings. Yeah, and if you don't want to get eaten, evolve quicker, you dicks. <laughs> We've evolved, and then now we persecute another sentient being for our own nourishments. Yeah. What? That's our evolution. We, it's so not even for we torture it's for animals every single day of our life. But 60 billion sentient beings a year get slaughtered. But what do you mean by sentient? What, what, what do you mean by sentient, Claire? Like, how do we define you know what's feelings dog, and emotions? You're connecting to your dog and uh -huh. it gives you love and you give the dog love and you feel it and it loves being stroked and you watch it chasing the ball. That's an, an, a relationship with a sentient being of love. No, but I mean, what do we describe as sentience? Any, so, a living being with uh, thoughts and with Feelings and, and emotions feelings, and yeah. empathy. I would well hang about a minute. Animals so, have empathy. So when you say thoughts and feelings and emotions and empathy, how complex do these emotions have to be? Like, for example, a dog doesn't feel on we. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they do. No, they bloody don't. I mean, do you <laughs> no, not pay any they, attention to your do dog? They fucking balls as like. Yeah, like dogs can get depressed. They can totally get yeah. depressed. They can get the they can same have anxiety. as human beings as well. I, went, I actually went to a, a sanctuary, a dog sanctuary <laughs> once, and they all had different illnesses because they had been abandoned by their, their owners. Yeah. Imagine a dog suffering. lying on a psychiatrist's couch. How have you been feeling this week? Rough. <laughs> Thank Bloody you. Up. Thank Bloody you, Claire. Up. Come on, give us a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking great joke. <laughs> um, right, so I had a hamster once, right? Yeah. I had a hamster called Weetabix. You're going to make a food joke. Go on, do it. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. Go on, make a food joke. I'm leaving it. Oh, he's so fat. He names animals food. Go on. I'm just, I'm just amazed it was after a cereal rather than something <laughs> deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can deep fry Weetabix. Uh, it's delicious. Um, so, so, I had a hamster called Weetabix, right? It lived for a couple of years, as hamsters often do. Um, and then we went on holiday, we left it with my granddad. And then when we came back, the hamster wasn't eating, the hamster wasn't doing anything. My granddad didn't do anything to the hamster, right? We took the hamster to the vets, and the vet said, oh, the hamster's got depression, right? Now, I uh, still to this day believe that we took it in at like five to five, <laughs> and the vet was like, I want to get home and watch fucking... Barking on I or whatever. I believe that. I think inside you're telling us that story because you know the hamster had depression because it missed you because you don't abandoned think, it for two weeks. I don't think hamsters are cognitively developed enough to have depression. Based on what? Based because on the person with the medical with the scientific qualification to become a vet tells you one thing, uh -huh. and you go, "And I was fuck off. I'm a comedian who knows nothing. I reckon I know better." And I was in the room when a vet looked at a two-year-old hamster that was on its way out, couldn't be arsed, and went depression maybe honestly how long does it take a human being to be diagnosed with depression a long time you're telling me this vet can just look at a hamster and go yeah it's depressed that mate shut the fuck up i think up. it probably looked at you and went if he was living with that he's gonna be depressed <laughs> well look i went one of the reasons i went vegetarian is because of that story that you're referring to i went traveling around south america i went traveling around thailand first and i was a meat eater when i went and when I came back, I wasn't because I went around all different islands and on different islands, there's animals everywhere. Not like here where everything's on a lead. There was just cows and 
pigs and sheep and dogs and on all dif- different islands and hens. And I actually got to see them in their natural habitat where they have got emotions and feelings. Mm. Also as well, um, I've been to Thailand as well and uh, most of Asia. Very different trip, I imagine. They, well... <laughs> Um, so uh over there they don't necessarily treat animals uh with maybe the same mm, how would you say levels of respect Mm. so for example uh in indonesia um it is quite common to uh watch people just booting dogs um, and the reason being is because there's a lot of stray dogs, especially in Bali and places like that. Mm. There's a lot of stray dogs. And uh, I was told that they believe that uh, dogs are the reincarnated souls of people who were cunts in, in their previous oh, lives. Brilliant. But so, they're like the, so they're the just giving like them the, a little kick up the arse. Did you think dogs were bad? They're like the nicest vibes going. Like, that's mental. Like. Well, you go onto the islands in Thailand, you won't see that. There's animals living on the islands, and the dogs actually protect the island. They make sure everyone gets home okay. All the animals live together. There's no cat chasing a dog and a sheep chasing a cow. Everyone, they all live together, and that's what I loved about it. And I also got to see families of animals, hens, and the little baby chickens and the mother chickens in their dynamics as a family with emotions, with feelings, playing with their little brothers and sisters. And that's what cracked my heart open. But what I would say, Claire, is that you are anthropomorphizing the animals. You are putting your own human thoughts and feelings and emotions and projecting them onto the animals. And you are seeing things that aren't actually really there. So when we look at a dog... And, or, you know what, a dog is a pretty poor example because it's, you know, seen as quite an intelligent animal and people have a dog. Let's say you look at a pig or something Which like is, that. if anything, more intelligent yeah, than a dog. I know, well, yeah, I know, but it's not what... You deeply know, complex... People don't have... Relationships people, within their families. People don't have, like, pigs as pets, do they? So it's not the same, you know, sort of dynamic. Anything. That's only because we've created that dynamic. Yeah. What do you mean with... Well, you... The pigs live on the land. If you go to a farmland, pigs do live on the land. And some people, you can go on YouTube now and find someone that does have a pig living in their family unit. It's only because we've oh, created that structure here to say dogs are okay, but pigs can go on the plate. Sure. I mean, people have got all sorts of weird pets and stuff like that. But, I mean, is it is it like... Because, I mean, I sort of like... Um, uh, you know, this is a common sort of argument that gets thrown, I think, is, well, if you'd eat a pig then why won't you eat a dog? And it's like, well, I would eat a dog. Like, if I lived in China, I'd probably have tried dog at some point. It's just because in Western cultures, we see pigs as food and we don't see dogs as food. Right, but also in this culture, we see meat as food and we don't have to. I don't know. I don't think that stacks up. When you say we don't have to see meat as food... Well, yeah, that's, that's also a cultural choice, isn't it? In, in what way? Well, to consume meat. But would we be able to sustain the whole planet on... on uh, it more, more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We thrive more than we yeah. would right now in this moment. Because the amount of energy we s- use on feeding animals Five to then times kill more them, resources. it's a really inefficient way of getting nutrition. So are we saying that... Uh, are, are, are we saying that veganism is the more ethical choice because it's kinder to animals or because it's kinder to the planet or both? Both. 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 And also, it improves our health dramatically mm. when we go back to the food that the earth gives us. So there's a multitude of benefits from eating more plant-based food and not eating other sentient beings. Okay, like like what? 
Well, if you look at our digestive system, for one, I know people who've gone plant-based and they've had a clonic 10 years later and the flesh of an animal's come out. That flesh corrodes and putrefies in your system and actually clogs up your digestive system, which allows you to absorb all the nutrients. And a lot of people are eating meat and sacrificing the nutritious value from the food from the air, so they're deficient in nutrients. Now, just like your car, if you go out and there's no oil in it or no water, did, it doesn't run properly. Did you mention nutrients from the air? Yes, from the food that the earth gives us. Earth. Oh, the earth. Oh, I yeah. thought you said the earth. No, well, the air is nutritious as well. It's got oxygen in it, but the food from the earth is what gives us our nutrients, what sustains our body, what gives us health okay. and well Where the energy from meat comes from is from the plants that the animal eats. It's right. the energy from that is stored within well, the animal. What I would argue is that uh, there's loads of things that are healthy for us that I don't do. So sure. I... Um, I am, um, you know, you're meant to exercise a lot. I don't fucking bother. Yeah, but you're yeah, meant to. Your lack of exercise only affects your health, whereas eating meat affects everyone else's health and the health of the animal. In what dead. way? In what ways it affects well, everyone it, else's health? If it, it's because um, meat's like one of the biggest contributing factors to environmental change. It's environmental destruction. Uh, the Amazon rainforest is constantly cut down in order to grow beef in like farms there. Okay, that has an impact on the world's health. But so does driving. Yeah, and you drive all over the country. Yeah, so I do. Yeah, if which you is were, another reason why. But I, if like, you were, why I went vegetarian. But if you actually, were concerned like, about it, then you wouldn't drive all over the country. You would get another job. Well, work from home. That's not really how the modern world works. Is and look, I'm not looking to judge anyone here. Like, and look, I am. Everyone's everyone's <laughs> individual impact on the on the world is so minute that I think, like, you know, you can only. Do what you can, do what's, you know, like, if you think if you're making positive steps, then brilliant. I don't think anyone could live a perfectly ethical life in modern society. You can't. You just, it's, it's impossible. The, you can the do system is best. You can do to your be in integrity and in. Exactly. Know. But you can only go so far, you know, like uh, my, my phone was made in horrific conditions. Yeah. You know, like, th it's, there are loads of ways in which you are unethically pure, totally. That doesn't mean that you, you don't try. You know, and that some things can't be better. But why would perfect. you try? What's what's the what's it the benefit of trying? Better. It's purely selfish for me, really. Okay. Um, it, like it has a, it makes me feel good to not eat meat because I don't, I don't feel any responsibility to not eat meat based on a climate change issue, mm -hmm. and the reason for that is because I know full well that if um, you know, one big factory was to close five minutes early one day, then it would save more pollution than I could do in my lifetime. And so, mm -hmm. therefore, I don't believe that the onus on climate change should be on the individual. I think it should be on... Sure. Uh, well, like, the factory will close if no one's buying the products. It's, it's you know, it, the, the, like, the, the idea that um, because it's big companies that largely do the polluting that is not in any way our responsibility, I think, is a little bit false because it, we're buying the products, we're using them in order to keep those companies going. Those companies wouldn't be polluting if there was no market for and their And if everyone stood up with that attitude, we wouldn't evolve at all. We wouldn't mm. move forward and we wouldn't be helping the planet in any way, shape or form because we just keep passing the book to the, to the big corporate chains. We have to stand up and take responsibility for our lives and for the planet because if we don't, who will? But there's different ways that we can help the planet, isn't there? So, for example, um, and we had a climate change expert on where we talked about this for a while, is... The you know there's two ways that you can look at solving the climate change issue. The first is to reduce your own carbon footprint and collectively reduce all of our carbon footprints. But the second way is to advance your technological research to the point where you can advances in technology 
can yeah. undo some of the damage. We and I to do both. And I believe that the second is much, much more feasible than the first. Sure, but it'd be a lot easier to do that if there was less producing pollution created. You know what I mean? It would be easier to clean it up. Mm. Well, again, I think, it's, I think it's down to big corporations. I think it's down to big corporations to take the book on there. And I think that, um, personally, I think that going vegan in order to solve climate change is the equivalent of turning up to an earthquake with a with a dustpan and brush and going, I've, I've got this yeah, bit, but isn't, isn't 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 that better than just not turning up at all? Mm, no. There isn't any other factors, <laughs> though, to not eating animals as your yeah. sustenance because you've got the health benefits that come from eating plant-based food. And I run a health shop, so I know people get sick and get congested and get polluted and get inflamed and get blocked up and end up with all sorts of health issues. Inflammation leads to all sorts of disease and illness. Right now on this planet, like we have to start looking at our immune system and putting everything in our bodies to give us a healthy, vibrant energy field and energetic system. What's, what's your energy field? Well, it's your, it's where you get your energy from. Everything we goes into our body is energy. So, if you're, do you ever run out of energy? Do you ever get tired, feel knackered? <laughs> After every wank. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're not doing it properly. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love, Claire. All right, okay. Yeah, I do get tired. I do. Get, I, I do get tired. Yeah, so that's your energy system. So we say, I'm, I'm knackered, I'm tired, I haven't got the energy. People get a, a flag at 12 or a flag at 2 o'clock. They get home, they're knackered, they're running on empty, they're on um, stimulants like coffees and alcohol, anything to suppress the stress in the body on, and anything to increase the energy. Whereas if you get back to the food where the actual true energy is, the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that the earth gives us, that's going to sustain your energy system, which means your immune system will be strong and you are more likely to fight off any viruses coming into your field or illnesses. Well, it's funny that you mentioned this because I have said on many times that I have got a incredible immune system and I don't get sick, yeah, right? Good. And whenever I say this, people always, always take the piss with, with you know, they, they, they never believe it, basically, because I don't look after my body I'm not a no, I healthy person. you're just person. storing all of them up for one massive illness. <laughs> like, you, yeah, you might not get the fucking sniffles, but when you're 30, well, like, in, in about three years, you're going to get massive bowel cancer. And <laughs> you fucked it. And I've like got my Edinburgh show sorted <laughs> for that. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I, so the reason that I think, so, so basically, I don't get sick mm. ever. I had COVID, but didn't even, like, notice. I've, I've just, like... I, I don't know what it is. I've, I've been sick twice in my adult life. Once uh, I had um, bronchitis when I was a teenager. I was about 14, 15. And once I had like a viral infection that lasted maybe a few days. But other than that, by and large, I just don't get ill. Um, and I think the reason being is because when I was a baby, I had whooping cough and I nearly died. Mm. Uh, and I think that my immune system had to respond to that very early on in my child body development or whatever and i've just carried with me a stronger immune system yeah. forever but i don't take any supplements i don't do oh i i have vitamin d over the winter mm. i take a little fucking dabble of vitamin d over the winter that's it well that's true like i totally agree with you you've got a strong constitution if you're not sick all the time you definitely could have a strong constitution and people some people unfortunately don't have that they suffer all the time with illnesses and stress and inflammation and they really they spend their life suffering and as they get older it's more suffering you are 
lucky enough to be able to say I've got a strong constitution. Another spin on that, you know, I had someone come into my shop. He'd never been sick for 20 years. The first time he went to the doctor, he had stage four cancer, and they told him he, he only had a few months left to live because his immune system <laughs> had switched itself off. <laughs> no, his immune system has switched itself off. So there is always two aspects to it, yeah. you know, but I would say looking in your eyes, you have got a strong immune system. Oh, Chloe, you know, so this is flirting. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can tell by your interview, you have actually got a strong constitution. How old uh, you, It does mean that as you get older, though, you <laughs> do need to look after yourself because that might not be the case in 10 years' time when diabetes, mm. joint problems, arthritis... Are you just talking things. so I can't flirt with you? Stop that? a minute. <laughs> I'm totally putting up the shield so you can't flirt with me. Shutting just rambling off stuff. Shutting it down. How old are you, Claire? 44. Cool. Well, we'll leave it there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you, you look, look great, though, for great on that. Really, do like genuinely. It's, you look fantastic. Yeah. I'd, I'd put you at like early thirties. Mm. Wow. It's the food I eat, and also I do breath work. And I put you at about fifty-six. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard it. And um, so I, um, I mean, here's another thing, right? So I feel like our attitude to food is different. So I feel like you eat food for sustenance and fuel and shit like that, and I eat it just because it tastes nice. Mm. And I couldn't give a shit if it, like, fills me with, you know, the nutrients that I need to have a nice poo or whatever. I, I just eat it because I like eating food. Well, the so fact like is you're not sick as well. But if you were sick, then you might shift and start to give a fuck what's going into your body. Have you been sick, though? Is that why, like, have you been sick in the past? And then no, that's no, no, no. I'm just, just what ahead I of wanted it. to do is I've seen sickness. I've seen people mm. ill with sickness, look at the cancer rates, look at yeah, autoimmune disease. Like I look around and see a world of suffering as well as a world of beauty. And I went traveling years ago to, uh, to study with the indigenous people and travel around the world to see how other people live to get a deeper understanding of what causes illness. Mm. Like that was what I, I went traveling for a year around South America. I went to meet um, some shamanic medicines in the jungle and no asked, why do people get sick? Where does cancer come from? And this is the teachings I got. So what did they say? Where did, where did they say cancer many, came from? Many different things. But one of the things she did is she took me to a raw food retreat called Baha'i Kalipai, where I studied food and I got to understand what that was. Life force, energy, nourishment, vitality, rejuvenation, healing for the body. And it's in its natural form. What's life force energy again? Life force energy is basically the sun comes down, goes into the food, and the food grows, and it holds the sun's energy. It's called life force energy. You can actually see it on a Carillion camera when you beam What's this. What's a Carillion camera? It's a certain camera that picks up light frequencies. Okay. So you could get an apple straight off a tree and take a picture of it, and you'd see a light around it called an auric field, which we also have because we're also breathing in the sun's energy. It's like when we get tired and deficient, or you see someone who's sick, they, start, they look grey and ashen, and they start to lose their life force i can see when people have got are carrying a really bad illness because i can see in their body they're so Thin. depleted in life force energy they get gray darkness under their eyes they're very shallow the energy field is very low but if you left that apple there and then filmed it a day later you'd start to see the light going out of it and out of it as as it starts to deplete right. itself so because it's been picked off the tree okay so the Right, so the so the food that's on the tree is connected to the ground in a way, so that means it stores its life force better. Yeah, it gives it all the energy goes up the tree to make the fruit, and then it offers it to us when it's at its ripest and it's holding the most amount of nutrients. Isn't that beautiful? 
Mm. <laughs> I'd have a different word beginning with B for it, Claire. <laughs> That'd be bollocks. Um, I don't know about this, Claire. I'm, I'm just... I, I, I think you're describing a, a real thing in terms that I wouldn't necessarily like, you know, because like there are. I don't know, me. I just think it's all energy. Food. In it. It's all energy in it. Like it's you know, you're transferring the chemical energy within the food into yourself, and like you know, that comes from like light and nutrients in the ground being mixed into it. To I, be I fair, I think as well. I think as well. I'm learning about this for the first time in a podcast studio yeah, yeah. in Runcorn. If I was in the middle of the jungle with a shamanic priest and they yeah. were telling me this, I'd be like, sold. Do you know what I'll I mean? To be honest with Cause, you. Because it's all like... To be honest with you, I'd, I'd kind of believe tangible. that less. Like, I, d- I just think, like, if you're a bloke who lives in the woods... Right? <laughs> There's more to it than that. Come on. Is there though? Where's his fucking degree? Right. Like, I, Mate, I, come I, on. I you're make, you're making stuff, a shamanic like, priest sound like that, Ray Mears. what came from the jungle. That no, no, I know. I know. From I'm, being, I'm, I, I worked I'm, in a raw food retreat for yeah, four yeah. months and I watched people come in with illness and suffering and stress and. And just and go out. Some people after just a week of staying and living on that food and having a bit of time to relax, and they just the match needed, the match ten need, years younger. Because yeah, they needed and a they fucking were holiday. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, like and I, they like, needed nutrients. I'm with I'm with you on a load of stuff. It's just I also really believe in the scientific method, and I'd love to see some research on these mm-hmm. things. I'd There's like to see some. I'd like to see some actual data rather than do, anecdotes. Do, do you know what, what it is? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what it is though? Is like it clearly. Something works. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like good, so, like so I'm, st- yourself, I'm sticking you know? up for Claire with this one. Yeah, like yeah. I know I said it was bollocks at the beginning. Well, no, I think we're coming from but the same thing. <laughs> at the same thing from a different. But something works. So I mean, part of me think like, look, I don't believe that the uh, an Apple store's life force or whatever. I just don't. It, it just doesn't. Do you believe chemical like, energy, though? That's what, sorry? I think chemical energy is saying but, the same thing. But you having said that... You see it on the camera, it's scientific yeah, yeah. evidence. But, I'm not making something up. Yeah, you can yeah. actually prove it to but you. But having said that, though, whether or not I believe it is kind of... It, it's neither here nor there. Mm. It doesn't really matter. What matters is, does it work? Mm. And if if you have this certain diet mm. and, you, and you eat it and it is healthy for you and it works for you, then... What does it matter if it's life force yeah, exactly, or it's exactly. s- sunshine exactly. I think, I think or it's something yeah, from yeah, the yeah. soil or you just feel better? W- yeah. What does it matter? Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. The proof is in the pudding, isn't it? Right. Um, and so, yeah, so, so I can get on board with that. Uh, going back to the, the whole meat thing, why it's, I mean, I would imagine then that animals store life force Really, rather well. What with them being alive, and if they have yeah, but they're not when auras you and eat stuff. Them, you what? They're not when the, you eat them. Yeah, but when you pick the apple off the tree, the apple dies. The apple ceases to become a living thing. The apple's not a sentient being, though, is it? With mm. the, the feelings and emotions, it's but the apple is given to us by nature. It comes off all the food grows out of the earth. Where does the food come from? Well, comes okay. out of the earth for us to eat. Well, when we talk about feelings and emotions, how complex do the emotions have to be in order to? Uh, have sentience because a uh, a mouse doesn't anything, feel anything that's living and breathing. But a is mouse, sentient. a mouse doesn't feel deja vu, does it? It it still feels. If you watch a mouse in it with its family and the way they play, they're yeah. so intelligent so, mice. So, so a mouse like 
Uh, it has know. the ability to solve problems. It has interpersonal relationships in their in their families. Can grow an extra ear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like th- there is there is more to it than like it's definitely more sentient than an apple. But okay, but 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 plants. If you put a plant in a dark room with one fucking light source, the plant will grow to the light yeah, source. But if you put it in a maze, it's not going to find its way to the end. But if you <laughs> But if you put it in, uh, if you put it in, uh, it's growing towards a light source, isn't? Isn't it thinking? Oh, the light's over there. I best go to it. It's well, just, it's just attracted to it. It's a chemical process. It's not yeah, because because it's trying to get the food in it. So why is that not sentient? You know, it's not. Yeah, but why? <laughs> I'm not like you're going to speak to a psychologist an here. against an animal that's living and breathing and well, running around. you know there's a difference but, there. But what I'm saying is, is where's the line? Because for me personally, just having a, a thought process doesn't so, qualify as sorry, enough sentience for me to so like care about So it. there's no difference between a pear and a pig, but there is a massive difference between a person and a chimp. That's what you're saying. There's a line between there. No, I'm but I'm not I'm there. saying where is the line? That's the thing. So I'm saying where is the line? So between plants so, and animals. So for the me, there is a clear definition kingdom, between a plant and well, animal kingdom. Well, there's yeah. the line. Well, that's interesting because you put the line between plants and animals. Yeah. I put the line between animals and people. But people are animals. We are part of the animal kingdom. But we've evolved past that. No, we haven't. No, we've evolved past... We've ev- tell you where we've evolved to. We've evolved to a, a state of consciousness where we can be aware of our effects on our environment and we can also think of different things to eat that aren't meat. We've evolved so <laughs> far, we've now got a duty of care to the rest of the planet because we understand it. What do you mean we have a duty of care? What do you mean? Like we, I don't know what that means. It means that we shouldn't <laughs> fuck it all up because we understand that we're fucking it up. But in, in terms of, again, we've already gone through the climate change... Mm-hmm side of things also like for me personally like climate change is way down the list of my yeah, priorities yeah. with it it's the death and the killing yeah. i don't want to be part the of that and honestly on once you once your brain like and my brain just changed on it and i saw meat for what it was and i walked past the butcher's shop and i was horrified yeah, yeah me too it's corpses you're eating corpses so it's hang gross. so so this if is I found a, if i came home and found a corpse in my kitchen i'd be mortified if it, like you're gonna have one on your fucking plate weird so um Here's another thing that does my head in is when people say meat is murder mm-hmm. and it's not. It's a dead animal that's been slaughtered for you to eat. So where does the not murder come into it? Did well, that animal say, oh, take my life. It's okay. So, I don't mm-hmm. mind. So the literal definition of murder is between people. So that's it, only because a person's made that up. Okay. It's a rhetorical so device, Freddie. So if you want to talk about how um, maybe the definition of murder should be expanded to include animals. If I went and killed your dog right now, would you say that wasn't murder? Would you just say well, it was just... Well, it's not murder. Well, it's, it's literally not murder. What, what, because what because the definition of, of murder is people killing people. It's it's literally... Okay, I mean, I can, in, in the dictionary, what I'm saying, if I killed your dog, what, what would you so say that? Are you saying that... Um, are you saying that we should expand the definition of murder to include animals? Well, you can you can use the dictionary all you want. We're basically saying we n- understand that when an animal is killed for us, it's murder, and that's our belief system. You've got a different belief system, I guess. I so would just say killing animals is, is bad. Like, I don't yeah. get, I don't care what word you put on it. Doesn't yeah, exactly. matter. So really, the, yeah, the word is too. not important at we all. We just don't want because animals to me, it's just a slogan, man. What you're doing there is exactly the same as when like uh, people go, ah, oh, they're kneeling for Black Lives Matter, which is a political group, just because they've got 
got the same words doesn't so mean it's the same thing. What I'm t- don't you fucking try and throw me under the bus with the you Black Lives Matter shit. Racist! You fucking, you're a racist! <laughs> you bacon-loving racist! Um, so, you see what he did there? It's very clever. A yeah, little it. bit it's of good. sleight of hand. <laughs> He, little, it's almost like a, a conversational ninja technique then. <laughs> you just, what are you yeah, doing? Is yeah. racism. Yeah. Um, no, so here's the thing, right, is meat is, is by definition not murder. If you want to change the definition to include no animals, then no that makes No one cares it, about this point. But I think it's interesting. I think yeah, it's but an like interesting this point. Is, because it's an interesting point for, for, a youth to, for a way to deflect the discussion yeah. is the problem. <laughs> it's not what we're talking... We don't care about the word murder. I don't doesn't think matter. So I, doesn't don't think, matter. I don't think there's... Ethically, I don't think there's anything wrong with killing an animal for meat. Why? Why? Have you Why? seen the videos on how they suffer, how they actually do with yep. it and how they suffer? Don't care. I know it's horrible, but I just don't. Whatever empathy that other people have... I don't have it because so people say to me, "Could you kill an animal? Uh, could you kill a chicken?" Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't have a problem with it because for whatever reason, and I know it makes me sound horrible, I am totally detached from that. I don't look at an animal and see a living sentient thing. Uh, Not even your dog, unless it's unless it's a pet of mine. Right. But then again, the reason I I, I mean I'm more than happy to admit that probably the reason that I have a bond with my dog is due to me projecting anthropomorphic qualities onto it. So I probably think that, you know, my dog is, you know, more of a a person-like animal than other things, but that's because I spend time with it and project yeah, my and thoughts you, honestly, and feelings and onto it. Honestly, if you spent an hour with pigs, you would, like, that was a big part of what... I, if I spent day. an hour with pigs, I'd, I'd still kill them. Still would. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think you know what you underestimate the power of your heart, Freddie. Because once you spend time in nature, where it just happens, like it just happened for you, it just happened for me. Because I was in nature, I was with the animals. I wasn't thinking about it. It just happened. I just felt a connection to them, and that was it. I couldn't go back. And maybe, and I'm holding a prayer right now that that happens to you. The fact that you love one animal. Because he's got a dog and he loves it. Exactly. It's potential The fact that you there. love one is the starting point. Honestly, I think we should do a little extra. Me and you go to a farm and I introduce yep. you to animals and you make friends with them. And then at the end, then I the end slaughter everyone. Yeah. Every, give me that taser. Come oh. here. What are we doing this? Normal or halal style? Get it up on the fucking sides. Like, honestly, for me, you like... You spent a day in a mortuary at a, at a, um, a reservoir. You, you, uh, abattoir. abattoir. <laughs> a reservoir. A reservoir. It sounds like think a lovely of the afternoon. Words, <laughs> an abattoir. I don't think you'd yeah. be thinking that at all. I think you'd be probably quite traumatised. I've, I've watched all the videos, watched all of them. I've had people send me them yeah. and go, look at this, and I watch every single one. And to be honest with you, I want to feel something for it. I want to go, oh, gosh, yeah, that's really bad. Again, at no point does it yeah. do, does it do anything for me. I'm just being honest. Yeah, I'd honestly. It's I'd the be only lying. way you can eat meat is if you have that attitude and if you feel like that. Like it's the only way. It just it cracks for me. And like there aren't any like highfalutin like particularly mm-hmm. morals behind it. So I genuinely now, I accidentally I got um I got given a burrito that I had meat in when I didn't know mm-hmm. and like it was insane. I hadn't eaten meat for like a year. Tasting and I, I, mate, I bit into it and it t- the it just tastes of. Death so strongly, it's horrible. Yeah. It was really weird. It made me feel sick. It's so really, weird. yeah, man. It made me. It made me like. It made me like I was retching. Do you and know like what? Really weird. I like, actually think that as as repulsive as you might find my uh, moral compass, I actually think that my morals are more palatable than most people. Because what most people do is they go killing animals is wrong, suffering to animals is wrong, but 
bacon's really tasty. Yeah. At least so you're straight up about at it. Least, like, you know. That's true. At least you're honest. At least yeah. I'm like, well, I don't give a shit. I mean, it's also like, it is like if Ian Huntley had fessed up straight away, though. <laughs> it's like it's like it's a very it's a very minor tick in your co- column, isn't it? Don't compare me. Don't compare that to that. Don't compare me to serial killers and and people who hate Black Lives Matter. I'm being slid into these fucking camps here before I even know what's going on. I'm actually on your side on this one. Yeah, <laughs> fuck him. Let's gang up on this prick, right? Um, so yeah, I just can't. I well, look the way the way I see it as well is we are going through a big awakening, and that's we've awakened to the fact we don't want to eat animals because we care. That's our awakening. It comes to us all, and it will eventually come to everyone on the planet because we're in what is called the Great Awakening. You've listened to all the prophecies, whether you believe this or not. This is just my belief system, and. Uh, it's all about unity consciousness where we all come together and live in harmony with each other. And that's not going to happen until we stop slaughtering animals. And I would just say this right now, this last thing is that I truly believe in my lifetime in the next 50 years, we will stop eating animals or killing them in the most inhumane way that we are doing because it has to shift. The only way we can live, how can we live in peace on the planet? And when there's war going on, when we're doing that, when we've got animals in a slave race. Do you know what? You, you, you might be onto something in terms of the next 50 years. I don't think, myself, I don't think we'll ever eradicate people eating meat totally because I think it's so ingrained in our society. Lab-grown meat might replace it, though. But I'll tell you, yeah. th- I'll tell you this, the swing of, like, especially in the last... 10 years. Oh, yeah. The swing's been enormous. If you'd have told two, year 2000 me that there was going to be vegan options in oh, every yeah, single mate. fast food mm. restaurant in the fucking yeah. country, I'd have just, you'd have been laughed out of town. Wait, if you told me four years ago I'd be vegetarian, I would have told you to fuck right off. <laughs> but, like, also, like, for me, like, convenience is, unfortunately for me, a really big factor. I, like, I'm really bad at eating properly. Like, I always have been. I eat really disorderly. I eat at bad times. I don't grab things right. So now that it's convenient enough that I can do it, it's, if I can do it, I genuinely think anyone could be vegetarian because it's fucking easy. You just buy a different bag of nuggets. Like, that's all it is. And they're still dead nice. Yeah, you know? it's... it's so easy for us to make that shift right now, but it comes down Talk to, to me, shit diet, Talk to me know, about the Great Awakening. What's the Great Awakening? Well, the Great Awakening is where we start to wake up as a human race and start to realise that we have to stand up and do what, what's right for the planet and for each other and put an end to war and suffering. I mean, look what's going on in Afghanistan and just... The, the people on the planet that have got no homes, no food and no water, and then the amount of waste, especially in the West and in our in our lifestyles that we consume, consume, consume so much of everything and there's so much waste. And then there's people on the other side of the planet that can't even feed their children. Like there's a child on the street right now that has not even got any food or water and our fridges are full and abundant yeah. and it's, it's wrong. Like we, as the people, need to stand up and realise we're all part of this earth, we're all connected, we're all human beings here to enjoy this planet and we need to start looking after one another and that is what I call the Great Awakening where we start to wake up to what's right and what's wrong and do what needs to be done and come together as a human race, as a human family one, family of earth. I think like I think that's lovely, and I'm with you. But I unfortunately think we're massively in the minority, and I don't think it'll. I like, I, th- I, th- I don't know if I'm quite as optimistic as you that it'll happen. I think it, I think I agree it's necessary. I I don't see it myself. You it's know? happening anyway, I think, I think whether I'm, we see it or not. It's no, actually no, happening. It's happening to a lot of people. I also think there's 
a lot against as well. There's, oh, there's just a lot so more. So much everything. coming up. Yeah, you there's know. so much, so much coming up. I always just think, and maybe this is me being skeptical and cynical, but I always think that human beings will find a reason to divide and mm. turn into tribes. I think that whether or not that uh, opinion is based on you know, countries or religions or races or whatever, I think that our natural state is tribal. And I think that we are naturally, we evolved looking after our own little tribe and fuck everything else. And I just think that, I, I don't think that we have it in as, as a species to cooperate on a global level. If we did, oh, it'd be bloody lovely. Yeah. It'd be dead nice. However... I think that there is way more that divides us than unites us, unfortunately. And so... Well, yeah, it doesn't I help when the media push division all the time and do everything they can to separate us. If those that run the government were actually helping people get together and guiding them on how to live in harmony and how to live in community and how to live with the AFN, we wouldn't have a problem. Well, yeah, that's, that's the very problem. true. The people who want to do that will never get in power because of the way the, the system's designed. The narrative is all about that's divide and conquer. It's very yeah. true, but what I would say is that division has been around for far longer than the mass media has been. So, you know... You talk about tribes, saying that tribes just look after themselves. Not From not my experience, tribes, indigenous tribes, they have their tribe, their community, but they honour other communities. They honour the land, they honour the animals. They, they're they not living in war with each other. Yeah, but those like those those tribes in, like, Brazil or whatever that, that have never seen, like, human... Uh, so they've never seen, like, the modern world or whatever, and every time a helicopter comes over and they fucking throw... T yeah, did you not? You're facing this whole No, this is a real thing. So, so there's it, a... It, it, it is yeah, a it's real a real thing. thing. There's tribes it in is. Brazil and, yeah. and in uh, really remote indigenous places. Yeah. When they see a helicopter, they chuck spears at it. Yeah. There was a dude who... Oh, this was a couple of years ago. There's a guy who made contact with one of these indigenous tribes, and they killed him and ripped his face off, didn't they? That was I don't know if that's I think, true. I think, if you read I it on the news or watched it on the news, probably not true. I think you're conflating the story of the, there's, there's an island in the middle of the Pacific that um, has a tribe where basically when people turn up, they, they're not um, friendly to them because one put, like one guy turned up a long time ago and tried to convert them to Christianity in brutal ways, so now they're like, fuck right off. So <laughs> someone tried to go on that <laughs> island a couple of years ago and got shot with arrows yeah. after being warned a lot of times. Well, a lot of times as well, the indigenous tribes are living on their land and you've got the armies and the, mm. and the people in power coming in just taking their land off them. Yeah. When they've lived on that land and, and have communities built there and they've been thrown out of their community. Oh, yeah, I, I don't agree yeah. with that. I, th I think that that's wrong. But, again, I, I just don't see a way of uniting everybody. I, I just I think that there's way too much difference and stuff like that. And maybe that's just me being cynical. But I don't think that there's anything that you can do or any combination of things that you could do that could bring everybody together. Yeah, I think, like, I think there might be a slightly lofty aim to start with but we can certainly make small steps on the way and i think that's that's important to do and then uh, enough small steps gets you there eventually don't they so yeah, that, yeah. i mean i just focus on your own journey and focus yeah. on doing what you can to be a better person and everything else will take care of itself yeah, that's a really good philosophy yeah genuinely. do what you can for you because every time you heal something in you or you expand your consciousness it helps the whole of this conscious collective anyway yeah. but i do believe there's a great awakening and I, I do trust in god's plan and i think that we're going to see some massive shifts on this planet over the next 10 years. Like, 
just shifts that we wouldn't even believe we were going to witness because we wouldn't have believed we were going to witness this last two years. Yeah, that's so very true. I think we'd true. better hold on and put but our seatbelts on. And I think it's going right. to be a, I really genuinely do. a roller genuinely. coaster ride. But I, and the outcome, I think, at the end will be a better world that we live in. I, I really hope you. I really you hope you. I, I, lo I love your optimism. I genuinely do. I'm not. I'm I not worry old, about. I sound sarcastic all the time. I'm genuinely not I being feel at it, all. I feel yeah. It's life forces all over the fucking place, isn't it? I'm genuinely not being that. I think that's a beautiful. You've got a pervert's aura. That's what you. Do you know what I worry about is um, like basic commodities like water and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So that is something that I am concerned about. I think that there will be a point where uh, that becomes scarce. Right. So we should probably stop wasting it on farming animals just for people to yeah. mm, less because like less showers let's be, <laughs> that's not what you need uh, like <laughs> let, let's be let's be real though like the on, the only reason to eat meat is for personal pleasure like a big point for me was like the division that people make between like trophy hunting and eating meat is so false because people are like well they're only trophy hunting for their fun well, I'm eating meat for sustenance, but you're not. No, because, I, like mm. we're not eating meat and we're sustaining ourselves perfectly well. Better if anything. Yeah. So it's I not for sustenance. I, it's I for disagree pleasure. with that. It's I, for pleasure. I it's think, only for your pleasure. That I you're think that there is a uh, th th there is a clear and definite difference between killing an animal for the fuck of it and mm. killing an animal uh, to use it. I think it's different if you need to. Like, I would never judge... It's it's like, you know, if someone steals a loaf of bread because they're starving, I don't think that should be... A, you know, that's not someone who I would judge. Same if, if you are starving to death and you kill a chicken and eat it, you know, that's different to being someone who it goes into McDonald's and chooses the Big Mac rather than the veggie wrap. That's not you sustaining yourself, is it? Well, yes, it is. Yeah, but you're choosing to do that because I'm choosing to pleasure. eat something I like over your something pleasure. that I so don't you're choosing like. your pleasure, not the sustenance. Because if you're choosing yeah, the sustenance, no, but I'm choosing. I'm choosing the, the, the base of it is sustenance. But I'm choosing something a sustenance. But they're that both I like, sustenance. You're choosing I'm, your pleasure. I'm choosing which involves death. But again, the base of that is sustenance. Yeah, but the, that doesn't matter because it's equal. So, like, you're making a choice of two mm. things that sustain you. Yeah. This one's more pleasurable, but involves death and suffering. Yep. And you're like, I'll have that one. Yep. So it's only for your own pleasure at the point. No, it's not it. only. It's that's why you're making a choice, the choice of sustenance. No, based you made on the my choice own pleasure. To sustain yourself, no, 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 no. But there's these two options. There's not an only part. There's not. It's, it's not only for my own pleasure. It's based on my own pleasure. That's oh yeah, I'll totally admit. That's why you've made that choice. It's not why you're eating. You're yeah. eating for sustenance. Why you've made sure. that choice is but only for not, your pleasure. No, no, no. But the whole thing is not around only because if it wasn't for the need for sustenance, I wouldn't be making the choice in so the first place. You're doing place. it for pleasure and sustenance, whereas the other one's doing it for pleasure. It's still death and suffering i get it but you're getting sustenance out of it and pleasure yeah and he's just and getting sustenance to take the vegetables and the the nutrients and that's but you fine. can get the sustenance elsewhere you're making the choice for your pleasure yes yeah correct so with it's the sustenance. exact same thing no but it's not the w it's the word only that i have a problem with no, but that's why you're making the choice you get the sustenance anyway the choice that you're making is between this thing that sustains me mm. and this thing that sustains me you're choosing this one for pleasure no, but again, I have no problem. Or, with, or do you, do you enjoy have, the killing? I have no problem with. Um, I'm neither here nor there on yeah, it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm, so I'm, it's only your pleasure that you're choosing for. That's what's making your choice. No, what not really. The, what other factor is there then between so, so, the two things that sustain but, you? Okay, so here's the thing: is as far as I'm concerned, what you're saying is I'm. It, it's it's the equivalent of me saying. 
well, you drove here for pleasure. And you're like, well, no, I drove here because I needed to drive here. And you're like, well, you could have walked. And it's like, well, yes, I could have. But I couldn't practically, whereas you but, can just have a sandwich that doesn't have meat in. It's not an equivalent. Okay, but one of the key things we talking about there three is days. water. Like water, it sustains our whole body. We have got 80% water in our body. Water is actually our life force as well. We can't live without it. We can live without food for actually quite a long time, but we can't, and we can live without water for a few days, but not very long. It's our life force, isn't it? And it's yeah. 80% of our body is water. We do use a lot of water to feed the animals, so there's a lot of waste going on. At the same time, it's Huge also amount. our waters are being polluted. Yeah. It's like we're actually polluting the planet by polluting and, and building um, like oil pipes through the waters and polluting the waters. Some indigenous tribes, and I think it's in Africa, they've got a, a water well right next to them, and they've been, it's been bought by a corporate chain. They can't even access that water. They've got to walk 10 miles to, to get water no. for their families when there's a big, massive reservoir of water there that's been bought by a corporate chain so we can have bottled water over here. No, really? And yeah, they're yeah. dying of starvation and thirst. Oh, you'd be fuming. You would be, be absolutely fuming. You don't realise... And why are they still polluting the water? Drinking a bottle of water. Oh, what a prick. Mate, an African kid had to walk 10 miles from the reservoir that he lives on. Yeah, I think it's fucked. Yeah, I think it's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, drink your diet coke, you fucking. Oh, yeah, because they've never done anything dodgy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's let's go to the good people at the Coca Cola Corporation. Exactly. Good people with good morals that make great tasting liquids. Yeah. But like, it's, uh, I, I genuinely wish I could find an ethical argument for eating meat. I tried for a long time. I tried to find some way I could square it away. And I I've just got a great one. I don't care. Yeah, that's not an ethical argument. That's you not giving a fuck no, about that's the ethics. No, 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 no. That's no, 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 no. It isn't. All right. So if I no, don't it care about murdering kids, is it fine if I murder kids? So, so, no. so. Listen, right. It's the ethics behind it. It's not. I don't care about the ethics. It's that my ethics is that I am fine with killing animals. Yeah, but there isn't you haven't actually you haven't actually made any ethical argument there. You're just saying I'm fine with it. Well what well what are your ethics other than But yeah, I don't y- think that he's got anything else to well, say. Well no there isn't that. that's, that's the whole the, point. That's he's the just problem. Idiot yeah, yeah. where he's at and yeah, that's yeah. fine. But the thing is maybe though, one day but you can't have claim that that's Thank an ethical you, argument. But 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 well you can because what because what else are your ethics based on? No, but that isn't ethics. There's, there's nothing ethical about that. You're not making an ethical argument. You're going, I don't give a fuck about the ethics. But because ethics is what's what you what you believe to be correct. And exactly. Good. And what I believe to be correct is that I don't think that there's a problem with killing livestock. But you're not basing it on anything. You've got no, nothing I behind that other it. than you don't give a fuck. I am basing it so on... That's not an ethical argument. I am basing it on stuff. I'm basing it on the fact that I don't think that animals have a degree of sentience or consciousness that makes killing them morally go incorrect. Home, go home and stab your dog then. You want to go home and stab your dog if no, you don't you think see, it's morally what you've done incorrect. there. What you've done there is you've taken it to its furthest possible conclusion and gone, well, if you don't think Oh, yeah, it's that almost it's like that's a legitimate rhetorical fucking... No, not really. Like, not really. Of course because, it is. But because I don't want to stab my own pet to death... Right, so you agree mean, it's wrong to kill some animals in some circumstances. Okay, so... Let's look at it this way, okay? If I have a child, then I can care about that child, mm-hmm. but I don't have to care about all children. No, but you yeah, still but you can believe it's ethical. You don't want to suffer through them, though, do you? Yeah. You don't want a child to suffer. You don't want a child to be in starvation and but suffering. I, but and I believe that there is a different level of consciousness and sentience amongst human beings and animals. 
And that's what allows that, me to lead, to eat what meat. Are you, what are you basing that on, though? Like, we can't possibly... Like, for example, I think an octopus is a beautiful example of it because we can't communicate with them enough to fully understand their intelligence. Have you seen the octopus teacher? A hedgehog oh. doesn't have fucking hindsight. Do you know what I mean? How do you know that? Have you ever seen a cow when they, then the baby gets taken off it? The yeah. cow screams and moans and cries for two weeks. Or watch pigs going two into an abattoir. They know what's crying. happening to the other animals. They know what's going on. They experience empathy. And the baby cries for its mother for the whole time it's born when it's younger and they get sent to slaughter most of the female cows. Or if they're lucky, they get another extra couple of weeks starved on an iron-deficient diet so they can be used for veal. But all the time they're whimpering for their mum. I mean, if it helps, I don't eat veal. <laughs> Why don't you eat veal? There you That's go. That's an interesting point. Why don't you eat veal? Don't like the taste. Right, there you go. I thought, I thought, I thought there might be a little chink <laughs> in the arm there, but no. No, just doesn't like it. I just don't like the taste. Just don't like the yeah. taste. If it tasted good, I would. Yeah. Is there literally nothing you wouldn't eat? Would you eat, would you eat a chimp? Uh, <laughs> I eat a chimp. Uh, yes, I would. Okay. I, mean, I, I would. I try. I try, I'd try chimp. What? Why? Because they're, they're like I, I I could like even when I was eating meat I don't think I would have done a chimp they're Why? so you looked into a chimp's eyes it's like looking back at yourself it's mad I think that I mean this is going to make me sound insane but I'm going to say it I think that there might be a scenario where I would be tempted to try person <laughs> we'll hear that live think, on this podcast I think that there might be a scenario. Where I'd be tempted to try what, a person. Please, like, uh, like, expand. What's the scenario? So, um, and like, we're not saying survival. Like, you, you, you're saying it's like in an eight-course tasting room. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. sixth <laughs> one is human meat. And you're, yeah. like, you're at Heston Blumenthal's restaurant. Absolutely right. So like, and I've made this taste like an orange. So you're telling me, you're telling me that if there was like uh, a, a thinly cooked piece of meat. That Heston Blumenthal had prepared, we and don't it was eat a any meat. it was a human Why would we being. Jump to human? It was a human being <laughs> that died of natural causes. So flesh on a place of a dead human being. Do you think that that's that would? I'd, I'd probably be tempted to try it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that probably says more about me than anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it definitely does. I think we've just... <laughs> been, our, producer, <laughs> our producer, Finn, really looks absolutely horrified by this. Rests, this. To be honest. No more words. <laughs> I, I shall sit here in silence for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but, but, but okay, so let's say, uh, uh, it, if it was the case that you had to go out and, like, hunt the person and kill them, like Hunger Games or something like that, yeah. um... <laughs> <laughs> then no, I don't think I'd try it because sure. right. But if Very it was a good for you, but if it was a person that died, <laughs> still of not, he's still not got a good outcome to what he's actually about to say now. <laughs> no, there's no goodness in that's this. The setup, you We're know, now this talking about something completely <laughs> off. If, there's definitely no cracking his heart open right now with what's coming out of his mouth. So, so if, so if, if there was right. Uh, it was a person that died of natural causes, <laughs> right? And they said, hey, listen, right? As part of my um, will, I would bloody love it if somebody had like a little nibble of my leg or something like that, right? I would be... I, look, I'm not saying I'd jump on the idea. I'd be curious. I'd consider it. I'd mull it over. If Heston Blumenthal was making it, that might be the bit that sways me. So, because if it was just like made in a pan at home or something like that, <laughs> then I'd be like... On a toasting machine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If it was just a... So the bit that sways me is more the chef behind it. Uh-huh. 
Well, I was just about to ask you to join our movement for peace on air. I'm <laughs> thinking taxi I don't for know one if it's going to be a great spokesperson Oh, fucking hell, that is... <sighs> Again, I, I, I'm not 100% sure as to why this is... Like, why you're all looking at me like I've committed well, a crime. Well, because there is a very real reason why humans don't eat um, meat on an evolutionary basis. It, it fucks us up. It, like, it's, it? Yeah, it can send you, like, it can, like, affect you. It can send you mad, like, it, the chemical, it can send you mad. I had like, no idea. Yeah, well, like, it, okay. You know, like, mad cow's disease, where they fed cows, yeah, cows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that how mad, mad cow disease started? Yeah, 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 putting meat yeah, in a vegetarian and a feed. vegan yeah, body. Yeah. Do you know what? I, d- I, graceful. I, leg- I legitimately didn't know that. Yeah. But I'll tell a you. A lot f- of diseases start from I'll like going from animal to human transmission. I'll I tell mean, you like a. Um, I'll tell you a fact about mad cow disease. Uh, in year seven, me and two of the boys made a boy called Andrew Murphy cry because we said he had mad cow disease. What a fun story. <laughs> and and I don't know what that is. I, 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 I don't know why that... He's purging out all his sins. Keep going. I'll hold <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. This, is like this com- happens a lot. Yeah. This is like Anything else you want to share about your time your as a youngster? <laughs> um... Maybe yeah. once we get through all these traumas, then the heart will open, and then you'll this have a shift it, yeah. in your. Oh, I'll come out! I'll come out the, uh, <laughs> out of this fully purged and make a connection with a pigeon or something like that. And Honest, honestly, Listen, one full dose of acid in my life. Honest, have, well, you done, have you ever done a psychedelic? Actually? Yes, I have. I don't like them. Yeah. Uh, so, so I did uh, mushrooms. Ha- where? Um, how? What was the situation? This is how people always get it wrong. Yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah, terrible place to do it. Yeah. It's busy and confusing, and there's loads of stuff going on. You need to be in nature in a calm, nice day. That's what you can do. Not take him to a farm. Take him out All to right. be with mushroom medicine in yeah. nature for the day yeah. and let them rewire I can do, this, I can do that, Fred. these Let's synapses do that. and well, show you the magic yeah. of the universe. So, so, so That's a good plan, that. So I'll here's get him the on thing, it. is I Definitely. used to be um, kind of... Um, I used to enjoy taking drugs, right? I don't take them uh, anymore, really. I, I kind of just one day grew out of it. It was just uh, like, uh, you know, maybe I'll do that with It's highly fucking unlikely, but maybe I'll do that with me. Like, there was a time where I'd smoke weed every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you'd have told me during my you know time of smoking weed every day, listen, there will be a day. Well, you just it just stop. Yeah, exactly. You just don't know what's going to come and in it, the future yeah. timeline. And it was like one day I w- literally I'd, I'd come back from Amsterdam and I was like, "Nah, I'm not having it." So but psychedelics are a really d- a different they're so not thing drugs to either. They're yeah, medicine. Yeah, yeah. Here's bl- the thing. Too, he, here's so. the thing as well is uh, a uh, mutual comedian friend of ours has been trying to get me on DMT, mm-hmm. and I have wanted to try DMT. Comes from mushrooms as well. But so my problem with DMT is that it brings out and it amplifies your uh, state. So you have to be in a good state to try it. Now, I know what I'm like is I'd try some and I'd be like, am I in a good state? Is this a good state? I just feel not... Yeah, is this like, is this an all right state to yeah, be in? But like am I that, all right here? Honestly, I'm, a, I'm not in a good state. Am yeah, I in a good state? And I would work myself up to be in a bad state because I'd be so conscious about trying to yeah, make sure I, I was in a good state. That I'd feel bad. That is probably what it would break through, though. And that's the thing. Like, people misunderstand psychedelics as being like, oh, it's either a good trip or a bad trip. And I don't think there's any such thing as a bad trip. There's good trips and there's difficult trips. And those ones often teach you far Mm. more. And you come out with them. Like, you might have a fucking horrible 12 hours, but the next two years of your life will be amazing. Mm. Like, it'll transform you. Like, it's it's honestly like it's... um, I, I... People just do them wrong. People do them at parties or in someone's basement, and it's yeah. like a horrible, sketchy experience. They're not 
that they're beautiful they're not, they're not like magical. a party drug it's it's um and can give you so much revelation in your life guidance show you very clearly you know yeah. this needs looking at you've you missed it you it's in your blind spot. so what sort of uh, experiences have you had claire on uh, psychedelics uh, well, I went in, into the jungle, didn't I? And had a massive um, deep dive in the jungle. Sounds amazing. It Perfect was. place to do it. Yeah, yeah it was. Surrounded and it by is nature. the environment. has to be. has to be held by someone who can hold the light and hold a, a strong frequency of love and peace so that you can feel safe enough to journey. Because what comes through then was just your fear, making a story up and your ego saying, oh, but I might have a bad mm. trip and this. And that. once you get through that, you'll see that the mind calms and then you get the inner wisdom coming through. But mm. I've had life-changing journeys with these medicines that have put me on the path that I'm on now. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be here where I was. I was out taking drugs and partying and in the corporate chain, selling yeah. and working for, um, you know, corporate in the corporate wheel. Oh, really? So you, um, so, so the path of psychedelics kind of changed your changed course. Changed my direction, yeah. yeah, completely for the better and put me in a place of feeling peaceful, calm, connected to nature, more in my body, less fear, more joy, and actually, I'm living. I'm feeling the healthiest I've ever felt. Like awesome. feel the healthiest I've ever felt in my entire it, life. And every birthday, I celebrate thing, yeah. that. Do you know yeah, what? No, good on you. And like, yeah, same thing for me. Like, I used to like genuinely. What stopped me drinking was like, uh, yeah, oh, you were a nightmare. No drunk. I was a nightmare drunk yeah. for ages. Oh, and I used God, to drink you were such a hard work. lot. And then yeah, like um, I remember at Dan Nightingale's wedding, um, this guy <laughs> was really drunk. Um, sucked yeah, off a man this as well. Is, this is, um, yeah, this is a different story to the one you've heard. So, so uh, also as well, I was at Nightingale's wedding, right? And I, I like to dress all right when the moment takes me, right? Mm -hmm. So I dress like a homeless person now, but at a social occasion, you should see me, Claire. <laughs> My God. A swaggering. Um, yeah, and I was wearing a nice suit, right? And this fucking drunk reprobate... I had a glass of red wine in my hand that I paid about seven quid for as well, but not that that was a, uh, the issue. This is the issue. Uh, and I was holding this, and I was just sipping it and having a lovely time. And this fucking knob Legend. cheese backed his arse into me from a distance of about maybe 15 feet. He started hopping and backing his arse into me. Uh, like, like some weird horny bunny rabbit. It's been dead fun. And I was like, well, he's not going to back his anus into my crotch that's that's something that no right-minded human being would do so i'm quite happy with my glass of wine here and my uh expensive what we're suit saying is freddie had plenty of warning plenty of chance to move and chose not to <laughs> and what happened is rob backed himself into me and i covered myself in wine yeah. uh and i was furious yeah was i was having a great time and then you sucked off a man afterwards so you know <laughs> even if i did it's fine yeah, good yeah. for you. <laughs> However you want to get your life force. Um, does come have life force? <laughs> it does. Loads of it. It, it does. It creates babies, it. doesn't it? Of course it does. Is cum vegan? Yeah, it is. Yes. Because it's consensual. It's the consent that makes it vegan. Right. It's like, you know, like... Uh, other animals so so you couldn't eat a pig, but you could suck one off. Is that what we're... <laughs> I'm not any commenting on no, what you, you just said. Get, if you could get clear consent from the pig, but you can't. Well, this is an interesting uh, philosophical uh, quandary because there is a philosophical book called The Pig That Wants to Be Eaten. Uh, have you heard of it? I haven't. So it's, it's a really good... Uh, so, so what it is, basically, is it's, it's a book that poses loads of philosophical questions, like what if this was to happen, that was to happen. Um, and one of its uh, questions is, is, is it morally right to eat a pig that wants to be eaten. So let's say, for example, you had a pig that you knew, 
Um, however you want to decide how you knew it, it wanted you to eat well, it. Well, no, I want to know how you know the pig wants to be eaten. And if you tell me that, then well, I'll well, well, go with well, the this rest is of the Well, this is why it's a philosophical quandary. Um, so let's pretend that it does want a to be A bit like eaten. your human that you bought in before. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Is that where you got the story from? The <laughs> philosophical pig. Yeah. So, so let's say, let's say it wanted to be eaten, okay? Would that change your mind? Would you say yeah. it's... it's no, oh, that's interesting. Me. Why not? Because I, I don't want to eat another living being, no yeah. matter, especially one that's suffering and wants me to eat it. And what I might do is tune in and see why it wants to be eaten. Why is it feeling so low and sad and feels the need to... Oh, no, it wasn't feeling low and sad. It was having a great day. It was dead happy. It was just my... <laughs> Not quite dead, yes. <laughs> my, it was like, look, my, my life's goal is to be eaten. I want to be eaten. Um, Would you, You'd still say no because you don't want to eat it. Yeah. I don't know until I was placed in that very moment of a happy think, pig well, talking to I, me I think well, I with was, a telepathic well, voice telling me not. I am ready to be eaten. Well, I really want to be eaten. Will you eat me? It's my life's journey. That's why it's a philosophical question because we're putting it in now. So so would you um would you eat it or would you not? What, what about you, Rob? I don't think I would. Um I just I don't want it, to. I mean, even just the thought that. of it makes my whole body yeah. just I just, I just genuinely know. do not want to eat a corpse. Philosophy or no. I just don't want to. I That's don't care what the pig wants. I don't want to eat a corpse. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Because... That's interesting to me because I always assumed, naturally, that vegetarians and vegans are doing it because they believe that the animal doesn't want to be eaten. Partly. But yeah. also, I just don't want to. Well, so yeah, so I, I always thought that it was 100% down to... Like I, so, I thought it was a universal truth that meat is tasty as fuck, yeah. and that you're doing it because you don't believe that it's right. Yeah. But um, knowing now that actually it's a conscious choice on yours, and you wouldn't want to eat the meat. Yeah, it's a shift in Regardless. your consciousness that just happens. Once it, once it, once happens, it happens, you can't go back. Honestly, yeah, I would just like it is it, it, that is exactly it. Is that once that shift changes, you just you, once your perspective on meat changes like that, like it's. Yeah, it's over for me. I can't. I can't. I would. It's like my family would be like, "Oh, at Christmas you can have a bit of turkey. It's a treat. It's not a treat for yeah. me. A bit like <laughs> yes. for, for, me, for me, that's still horrible. You know, it's 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 horrible to me. Three hundred sixty-five days mm. of the fucking year. So it's like an alcoholic with alcohol. No, because like an alcoholic with alcohol, the the idea of not drinking it is that you know once you have one, you'll have all of them. It's not like if I have a bacon butty, I'm worried I'm going to have seventeen. <laughs> Like, <laughs> You're going like a meat rampage. It's more. It's more like if you suddenly realise that the taste of alcohol was disgusting, and you didn't want to be part of something that you felt oh, damaged okay. society so badly, all this sort of thing, and then you were just like, "Oh, well, I'm just never going to have it again." It'd be like, yeah. It's more like that, I think. Okay. Okay. That's. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I have been guilty. I think of from time to time being like, God, you can just have it now, can't you? Like, if there's nothing else. Oh, my, the amount of times you go around, especially, particularly like, you know, grannies and stuff, they'll be like, my my, uh, my girlfriend's grand, we went around, she's, my girlfriend's vegetarian as well. She made us a little plate of ham sandwiches and we're like, oh, sorry, we can't have those with vegetarian. She goes, oh, they're only little. Like it was the size of the meat <laughs> that was nice. the issue. Like, you know, I've, I've, cut them, pig. I've cut them small. Oh, well, it's fine. Oh, now. in that case, yeah. yeah. I love the idea that she's gone, well, they are vegetarian, so I'll make them a bit smaller. It was that. It was so <laughs> sweet. And I felt, you know, because obviously she's being sweet. So, you know, it'd be like, not be like, that's fucking murder, you bitch. But, like, you know, it was like, you know, it's still like, no thanks. Really? Just, yeah. Have you thought, so you thought about going vegan? Yeah, I'm sort of work, I'm working towards it. I am just like shitty with it. And, like, that's on me. Like, I don't, I don't 
don't think it's necessary. I think that makes you a worse person than me. Yeah, probably. Because because at least with me, I've gone, I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. I would more than happily yeah, kill an no, animal. Actually, no, I've made about it. Definitely not. No, definitely I've not. made my peace at the point where I'm comfortable with. So Whereas not Rob, trying is better than Rob, trying. Rob, the hypocrite, knows that it's wrong in his head. He just doesn't want to do anything about it. Well, I do do something about it. I eat most of my meals are vegan now. I eat, uh, I eat like things a lot uh, less regularly. I've worked it right down, and I'm working towards completely removing yeah, animal products. and I agree products. with that because everything's in transition. Like for, uh, Some people will have a dramatic shift and pff, they'll never be able to eat it again. But most people go through transition, they give up something, then they have a little slip, and then they give up something, then yeah. They feel the rewards from that. They feel better, more energized. You know, they get get the shifts in their health, and it's a gradual process of transition. And he's in his transition phase. Do you know what? Now that you've said that, my other half um, is in a weird uh, transitional phase like that, where she started to eat less animals. So she, oh, it's big we up actually, to anyone doing that. I'm so, like, so we actually went to a farm. Ooh, it's um, all coming out now. It's all coming a, out this now. This is a while ago, <laughs> and there was a dude with loads of pigs, right? And she felt an emotional connection to the animals. It's and I, are beautiful animals, and I, man. They're and so I, nice. I, I gave pigs. literally zero for like, like, and again, I'm not saying this to be like callous. Well, maybe I am, but I'm saying it just. I, I literally do not have. Whatever it is, when you look at an animal, you go. I've heard in your words, actually, through this podcast, a few times. I wish I did feel something. It's almost like you see other people and you want to feel that. And I'm calling that in because it is in there. Oh, of course, I would. I would. I would. I, it's like I, a robot who wants to learn how to love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it genuinely what is. What is compassion? <laughs> 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 How does corn taste? <laughs> um, so oh, I make a banging corn roast, you know. There's no <laughs> such thing as a banging corn I roast. Make a banging one, none. Man. Honestly, I'm absolutely a none. You sort the mushrooms out and bring loads of healthy, amazing vegan food yeah. in. And I'll keep sending you fluffy videos of gorgeous little cute animals in their natural we'll habitat. Work, we'll work just on this. Thrown into a thresher, <laughs> and I still wouldn't mind. Yeah, to be honest, I'll probably I'll probably focus on my my attention on someone who's got more of a chance. Uh, well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Going back to about my missus, so she saw these pigs. She had this emotional connection uh, with them, and she started to become veg. Well, right. So here's the thing. She's not vegan. She's veg curious. She yeah. She is veg curious. Yeah. So, like but yeah. she's been doing this for I would say nearly 12 months now because i originally thought that this was going to be a phase and it was going to be like right great we're back to eating nice food again but she she um, she she will uh not eat pork she will uh categorically not eat pork and she has cut down her meat consumption by about 80 percent so so it's not something i think she just really enjoys me um and so it's not something that she can uh completely cut out also as well because of her life and she works shifts and she works long hours and she does long you know 12 13 14 hour shifts sometimes it's not as easy just to grab a vegan healthy alternative and occasionally she'll just go oh fuck you know and then just eat it but consciously whenever she has the option to choose option a or option b she will choose the one that is the least suffering to animals. That's great. I mean, this yeah. is exactly why I created the business I run now. 
high vibe nutrition is for people like Let's your plug missus. it. What's yeah, it called? Again? Who, um, yeah, but this is what it's about yeah. because it's fresh, healthy food that's there, like on the go. You know, you want to go to the KFC or the McDonald's or the Subway. The high vibe nutrition people call in and just get their lunch, their snacks, their juices. It's all made fresh and it's oh, really? fast, healthy, convenient food. Nice. That's the vision is to get what do you, more. Uh, so last night I made. Uh, I love making food. I, I I love food. So last night I made a. Sorry, did you do nothing? Yeah, okay. <laughs> For the benefits of the people who are only listening to audio, uh, Rob pointed at me. I did me a fat shaming mind. Did a fat shaming mind, <laughs> and that just shows what a piece of shit he is. <laughs> quite frankly, you can you yeah, can I care about animal rights, but not Freddy's. Exactly, you. Can <laughs> 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 it's exactly it, you yeah. fucking prick. Um, so I made last night a uh, sort of like a ragu bolognese. Uh, over some tagliatelle, and it was fucking beautiful. And I put some pictures on Instagram like a prick. Uh, what are you making at the moment? What sort of tasty foods is there? Oh, we've got Singapore noodle. Um, vermicelli. Vermicelli noodle. Oh, yeah. shit. So, do you know what? I get that vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. it's dead nice. At the Chinese, I get yeah. it vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, purely because uh, the Chinese restaurant, I should say, uh, that is actually uh, owned by a lovely Malaysian family. So oh, yeah. we're all learning. Yeah. Um, so uh, I actually get uh, vegetarian Singapore vermicelli yes, because nice. I prefer it. I prefer the crunch. Yeah. And also as well, I tend to find that sometimes they throw things in Singapore vermicelli that don't quite, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fan of cubes of meat. Oh, yeah, yeah you're not sure what meat <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, shit! I have eaten dog. So, uh, so, so. How long are we into this fucking podcast? So, uh, so when I was in Bali, um, there was uh, street vendors uh, in Bali. Um, and you know what it's like. You've, you've been. I over thought there. you meant the Singapore noodle. I thought you were being sarcastic. No, you're no, actually no. referring to you have actually. So, so, so you know what it's like in the um, street vendors and stuff over I in do. Asia. They are like so. So it's the most. You've not been to Asia, have you? I haven't. No. It's the most beautiful, tasty food mm. in the world, delivered off a cart yeah. that. D- doesn't even deserve zero food hygiene yeah, ratings. Yeah, that's where like, all the best it's, shit is. It, but you look at it and you go, how. The living fuck, can you make something as delicious as that on that? Like, it, it makes me want to take whoever it is, this little old Chinese woman or whatever, it makes, it makes me want to take her and put her in a Michelin star kitchen yeah. and go, just knock yourself out, love. Because if you can make that on that, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you are a literal genius, right? So we're at this, um, I was in Bali, and uh, I was at this street vendor, and it was had a massive long line, and the dude that I was with said, look, this person does great stuff. Every day they come and it's different and it's fresh and for like the price of like 12 pence, you get this big fuck-off bowl full of ramen and uh, egg and this fucking blob of meat, right? So uh, it, it, it was like a circular meatball of meat, right? And so I'm tucking in and I'm going, this is really nice. This, this is a place where lovely. I need to leave. You know, yum, 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 I'm eating it. <clears throat> and then the dude takes a little bite out of it and he goes, oh, and I went, are you all right? And he went, I don't know whether or not to tell you. And I went, it's all right, mate. Like, I thought it was a problem with him. Do you know what I mean? And he goes, okay, this might be dog. <laughs> I was like, I've eaten three quarters of this. Yeah. yeah. Like, why, why is that? Like, I just, I don't think that it's, um, 
any more repulsive than eating a pig. I just don't see the difference at all, to be honest. I don't see a single difference. Well, I think it's because uh, in growing up in a Western society, we have been culturally programmed sure. so to that, look at one thing as food and one real, thing as animal. That's a construct. That's not real. Yes, yeah, so that's what it is. We've been put in a construct and the meat industry sold us a good good story saying that we need protein from meat and that's the only place we get it from. When you yeah, I mean, when you say it's it's not real, it's a construct, the, the construct makes it real. So the actual construct itself isn't real, but it is the lens with which we contextualise animals. Sure, but you can just look, you don't have to. You can refocus you can your lens. Just, you can just look yourself. Okay. You don't have to look through the lens they're giving you. But you I can am, use your own eyes. But I am quite happily to consciously look through that lens. Yeah, because it's comfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable to look at the truth of it, isn't it? Um, it's, un it's uncomfortable to look at the suffering again, behind it, the I destruction. Look, so so here's the thing: is if I genuinely uh, thought that killing livestock that has been bred as food is wrong, then I would be a hypocrite if I continued to eat uh, meat. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't, and so I therefore. See no hypocrisy on my part. Yeah, but hypocrisy, I'm fine hypocrisy with isn't the only problem. No, like, but it's, it's it's like again, like you, you know, you no, can be I'm not hypocritical and still be no, being. No, but I'm fine negative. with I'm fine yeah. with, with with the killing of animals. Yeah. I, I know that's horrible, but I am. I'm fine with the um uh y y you know if I ever had to kill one myself, I would. And so I don't see that to be a. You know, a discrepancy. Yeah, no, I it's think, not, it's I, not I, about I think discrepancy. I'm in my own moral compass. Now, I actually think that if you don't think that killing animals is acceptable, if you're not comfortable, and I also believe as well that if you didn't feel comfortable killing an animal yourself, I think that you have a question to ask about whether or not you should. And I, th I think that's so reasonable. So basically, isn't it? you're saying all those that don't give a crap about killing animals and eating animals and how they die or the suffering on the planet, they don't care that they're actually they've got a good strong moral compass because they're admitting it. And all the ones that actually have a bit of a heart and a bit of compassion, but they still eat it, but they're not quite sure, and they're the ones that are more in my head. Yeah, like, yeah, like I know that's, that's a very good mental. story you've sold yourself. No, there but, no, to but get <laughs> you out of it's all. A, it's a real fucking no, round the houses justification, <laughs> isn't no, it? No, but no, but you could see. I mean, you can see my thought process. Well, yeah, those people are nearer to giving up eating animals than you are. That's what I see totally. because they feel in the compassion for it, but still they're in their condition and, and in their. Um, but I think construct. If you can't, I, I mean, I think that that's a good barometer. That if you would not feel comfortable yourself in killing a chicken. Or something like that. Yeah, I just then you should not eat chicken. I, I think that, that is a really good base I rule. Don't at all. Why? Because like it doesn't matter whether you feel comfortable with something if it's not okay. It's like it's like saying if if you, I just don't. I don't think that's a a strong argument at all. If you were going to go down a really horrible analogy, was, then, and then you stopped himself. He went, Whoa. Right, we'll, we'll bail out. But no, like I just I just don't think that's. Uh, I think that's a a, a thing that we've again, convinced ourselves of that okay. isn't actually... It doesn't matter whether you think it's okay for yourself to kill it or not. It's not okay, you know? Because in I your head, you're, saying, you're okay. saying the animal's still suffering. I think the animal has a right okay. not to be killed and tortured. And we're still using up all the resources on the planet. Yeah. There's a lot of suffering on the planet through people eating the... The animals that have people been in the West tortured. massively over and using those resources, and it affects people in yeah, poorer countries. And also, worse. it affects your, it does affect your health. Yeah. Well, do you know what? That's the one thing that I think might have swayed me, mm. right? 
So I'm not somebody who can, like, uh, the, the climate change aspect of it doesn't register with me. The ethical suffering thing doesn't register with me. The health thing, on the other hand, let's say I had a, I know, suspend your disbelief. Oh, yeah. Let's say I had a health issue. You? <laughs> He's such a prick, isn't he? <laughs> yes, mate. Rob? Right. Rob, you need to really... Right. Remember, remember the... I'm trying to imagine what you'd look like pre-diabetic, <laughs> and it's just, it's such a leap. <laughs> such a remember, re, so remember the... Phil- Inflammation arthritis is hard to imagine. <laughs> I know. Re- remember <laughs> the... Don't you bloody start, Claire. The, I fucking love you, Claire. Remember... <laughs> We've got an opening. We're not going to let We're this going close. In. Going Get in there. Re, so remember <laughs> the state of mind that you had to be in yeah. to answer that philosophical question about the pig that wanted to be eaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to use right, the I'm getting same... Back there. I'm getting Sort of mental okay. gymnastics. Freddy's out of shape, right? Okay. Yeah. Rem- <laughs> try and think of me, right, as an unhealthy entity. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Now let's say I had some health issues, and my diet. Um, somebody said, "Look, you've got, uh, you know, arthritis, diabetes, heart problems, inflammation." <laughs> She's just looking at your aura. <laughs> <laughs> Just let's say you've got all of those. Let's say I've got all of those. Because one is the other. Oh, and, and autoimmune disease is also there as and well. And a doctor said to me, uh, it's because you are you have a bad diet mm-hmm. um, and you eat lots of meat um, and a better option for you would be to eat more uh, lettuce and cauliflowers and shit. That's literally what they're already saying to you. No, they're not. Well, they should be doing. But Your I'm doctor not, but is I'm irresponsible not, if they're not. But at the moment, I'm not ill. Have you? Have you? Yeah, but why seen would what, you not want to prevent health? it? Have you watched What the Health? I haven't actually. What's no. What the Health? What it talks about, like she's Arnold got a glint in her eye now. It's talking about, like they do scientific tests on what meat does in the body when you eat meat. It shows how it um, it affects the the blood flow, the oxygen levels, the testosterone in men. It's there's so much data on it, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's on it, and he's basically saying, yeah, we told told to eat loads of meat, and then he's saying it's a load of cock. Mm. Basically, like, you know, we'll watch saying, it. It's why would really you wait good until you've got the disease to do the thing that's gonna stop it. Because, like, we know that it's healthy for you to eat more plant based stuff than it is to eat meat. Why would you wait till you've already got the colon cancer to sort it out? It's the kind of person that I am, Robert. I, um, <laughs> I, I have uh, recently purchased a house. We had a home buyer's survey. On the home buyer's survey, they said that fucking roof needs looking at. I am going to wait until that roof collapses in on me one night before I do anything about it. Uh-huh. I am going to... And that I is a think very apt analogy for your diet, to be <laughs> fair, isn't it? <laughs> so every time you put a Twix in yourself, it's like another drip coming through the ceiling, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, who I, that's just who I am, and I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah, I they? do think that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they are, because I run a health shop, so I see those people that have just had that doctor's analysis coming in saying... I need help, you know, yeah. but my diet's poor, my health is suffering, what can I do about it? They're the type of people, and loads of beautiful other people that come in because they just want to eat healthy and eat some good quality food. But we do get a lot of people that have got ill health through their diet and their lifestyle, and they're coming in looking for sustenance. Okay. And my recommendation is don't wait for that to happen. The thing that can happen is if you start just, just eating a bit more plant-based food, if you eat food that tastes good, you won't mind. If food tastes good, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, if yeah. it's more plant-based, you will, it naturally creates a shift in your body anyway because you naturally feel better. Your weight will fall off. You'll have more energy. And then you'd be like, actually, this is not actually that bad because I feel good. Yeah. 
and, and I've the been, food I've been, I have been genuinely surprised by how many like amazing meals I still have like as a vegetarian. Like, it's okay, like, talk I, me through them. Well, like I um, amazing meal number one. I have, I'm like, like, my, mango my, Thai curry. What? Mango Thai curry. Oh, now there do you know what? There is a Thai place near me that does amazing stuff. Do you know vegetarian what? Vegan stuff. It's so in, good. In Thailand, they have a, a staple uh, dish: mango sticky rice. And they swear by it, and I think it's fucking horrible. Mm. I could never get on board. Did you yeah, try I'm mango I'm not sticky big rice? Into the mango. Uh, well, we created meals from all over the world that people love to eat. That's what I did. I just was like, okay, take something from Thailand, something from Mexico, something from India, and just made all those meals out of it. A mango I'm going to send you nice. guys a box of vegan, 100% plant-based food. Would you be up for a little challenge? Shut the fuck up. Yes, I'm up for a challenge. Yes, I'm up for a challenge. Go on. What's the challenge? One week of plant-based food, breakfast, lunch, and tea. That's all you got to do. You can add all the stuff into it, but no meat for a week. I feel like I've been triggered here. No meat for a week. I wasn't expecting this, Claire. This challenge is such a piece of piss for me. I've basically got to not have pasta with egg for a week. That's about it. You've basically just done HelloFresh. That's what you've fucking done. I'm just going to get some fucking free meals. I'm delighted. I'm well excited to try stuff. And, and I'll include your girlfriends in that as well because she's on a journey Amazing. and then you can both enjoy the food. So all you got to do one week, Claire. healthy plant-based food and just give us a little bit right. of feedback on how you, fe- how you enjoyed the meals and how you felt. I'll tell you what we're... I'll you tell can't what, say fairer than that, Freddie. Come on, gonna, that is a good I'll offer. tell you what we're going to do. It's... Oh, mate, I feel like I've just been asked to, like, do a skydive or something. <laughs> like, genuinely. It's like, well, fuck, let's, let's clear the triggers. <laughs> Do you like do you like um, Singapore noodles? Do you I like love, chili? Yeah, mm. I can I can eat that you for like a week. Curries. <laughs> I do like I do like curries. Well, that's um, all the food we do. All yeah. those gorgeous foods. Ooh, okay. Thai okay. Thai, Thai, okay. Thai quinoa. One week, Freddie. Come okay. on, you can do so, seven days. How about this? This is what we're gonna do, right? So I'll do. Oh God, I can't. I can't believe I've agreed to this. <laughs> I will do it, Claire. Not only will I do it, I will vlog it. And we will put it on our Patreon channel yes. as exclusive yes. content. Yes. So whoop, a week whoop. of that is such a bigger <laughs> win than I thought you'd get today. A well week, done. A week of me eating uh, vegan food, yeah. and I will vlog. Because the thing is, is I do really enjoy cooking. So um, I know you enjoy good food, and yeah, if it's good exactly. food and it tastes good, you exactly. you won't miss the. Do you know what? Meat. I won't to vlog f- it because it will just be a normal week for me. But I'll just be having <laughs> nice food. To be, to be fair, you are pretty much on the money there. Because one of the things for me is that I really enjoy food and my enjoyment of the food is my biggest driving factor. Mm-hmm. So I like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat meat to spite anyone. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm not gonna like like if 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 I had a choice between a really so I make a um a vegetarian bolognese with um, lentils and shit. I guess yeah. it's a vegan bolognese. Yeah, yeah it will be, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, because I put parmesan yeah, on top. Well, that tiny egg. little bit, you know, there's yeah, a yeah. shift there, but it's basically... It's close so, enough. So, yeah. I, so, so I do make a lentil bolognese, which is good because the lentils soak up flavour like a yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. If I had a choice between that that I've made or a steak that had been made well done, mm-hmm. I would choose... The vegetarian See, thing. This is interesting. This is part, of, this is part of what um, helps convince me. Because my diet was so bad. I'm just like, you know, I'm a, a northern scumbag. So it's just, you know, like I've grown up on that <laughs> crap food. So like a big thing that helped me as well was I just started trying all the like meat alternatives. I had a, a burger from Burger King that was so close to their normal burgers. I was like, I cannot justify eating the meat one. Really? And like, mate, uh, I'll make you a Beyond Burger sometime. They are un 
real good. They're made out of peas, and they are so good, and they, they're juicy and flavorful. Have you ever seen uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah. It reminds me of that bit where... Uh, oh, yeah, Ron Swanson. Ron yeah. Swanson and Chris Traeger yeah, have a cook-off, yeah, yeah, yeah. and one of them makes, like, a this this brilliantly made burger yeah, like a with, like, a, 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 a jus and all this Honestly, stuff. They're eating and they're going, this is lovely. Mate. And then this dude just comes along and just makes a hamburger and just slips it out. They yeah. go, yeah, that's better. That's, yeah, but that's better. I promise you, Beyond Burgers are nicer than, like, the beef burgers at McDonald's and Burger King and stuff like that. They are nicer. They're just nicer. They're well, tastier. I will make the commitment to um, uh, to, to eating vegan for a week. Uh, and then at the end of it, he's eating human. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, on day uh, eight. Oh, cancel out my house. <laughs> uh, um, and, this is a, and, and this is a person who has willingly admitted on this show that he would try human flesh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if the parameters were right. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll try it for a week and we'll vlog it. And we'll put it all on Patreon as like exclusive content. And if you want to watch it, then you go over to patreon.com forward slash pigoted and we'll make it available for all of our subscribers. So you can subscribe for as little as three quid a month. And also you get loads of extra shit and you're supporting the podcast as well. Before we go, very quickly, what would you like to plug Rob? Uh, just find me on YouTube. We've got like stand-up specials and loads of stuff like that. Rob Mulholland, YouTube. Now, what would you want to plug Claire? I'm from High Vibe Nutrition, ways on how to raise your vibration, feel good, live a better life, feel nourished, and check out my Instagram page, High Vibe Nutrition. And we'll put links to all of that in the description on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, guys, thank you ever so much for coming on. It's been loads of fun. Uh, we'll it's been a real pleasure to meet you. Bye. This episode of Pigoted is sponsored by Taylor's Toys. Taylor's Toys are a sex toy company. They specialize in doing high-quality sex toys that won't fall apart after one or two uses. Head over to taylorstoys.co.uk, check out the amazing range that they've got on offer, and if you use the discount code PIGOTED at checkout, you get yourself 10% off on all products. Taylor's Toys, spice things up in the bedroom. Thank me later.